the fuck is a Funkadactyl? Welcome to Call Out Culture Wrestling with Jason Griff and Alaska. Ladies and gentlemen, Call Out Cultists across the planet, welcome back to Call Out Culture Wrestling. I'm Alaska. I'm here with my co-host, Jason Griff. Is that Marcus Penn's music? And we have a very special, illustrious guest with us tonight. Our first ever guest. First ever guest, yeah. Wow. And, and well, probably, well, well worthy of the title. Yeah. Oh. And and when if we're going to kayfabe, he was, I think that, I think I'm using the term right. But if we're going to kayfabe, he was always our plan for the first guest. Wow. <laughs> Am I using the term right? Yeah. Okay. There's all so, the, <laughs> there's there's always a plan A. There's always a plan A. And uh so so ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Penn. Hello. Thank you. What an intro. Well, welcome to Call Out Wrestling. We're we're excited yeah. to have you here. Um <laughs> so gentlemen, um we had a pretty busy week this week with some wrestling stuff. So let's kick it off with I, I don't think we need to go back into last week's SmackDown because that was just like kind of a, a holding episode. To get Super ready for, yeah, I think it was actually recorded like two weeks two weeks prior, mm. um, as we were getting ready for elimination chamber. So let's let's go into the elim- elimination chamber recap. Um, before we get into specifics, you know, how did you guys feel about it? Let me to go uh, overall. Yeah, you're the guest. You you lead okay. off. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good overall. This is one of those pay per views where I called every match. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things like going into WrestleMania. I kind of know what 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 we're doing, so I wasn't necessarily surprised. You never know with WWE, but I I wasn't surprised. So it was one of those things like let me enjoy the match, Mm -hmm. the athleticism, the moves, possible humor, and for the most part, you know, it was cool. I I thought the first match was a little rushed. It was actually kind of more like a pre-show match, right? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. didn't, uh, You know, I. I guess with the WWE women's tag team, they still have a long way to go. Um, they're making efforts. I think they can make a little more effort, but you know, yeah. eight eight minute match, and they're just kind of putting people together. I get you know the Kabuki Wars makes sense, but I think they need more real tag team and not yeah. just two solo wrestlers put together. But you know, anyway, yeah, they they seem to be setting up uh, Zoe Starks and Shayna Baszler to be like a real legit tough yeah. tag team. Which I'm fine. I'm I'm I might be Shayna Baszler's biggest fan. I think. Mm-hmm. I guess if they're gonna make them tag team champions, fine. I like when there's there's some uh, a belt on her, but yeah, I think she should be a solo wrestler. She should be champion. I part of me understands why, but it's like you know, I yeah, I think when it comes to certain people, realism they kind of pick and choose when it comes to realism. But if we're doing the whole Brock Lesnar, oh, we're even allowed to say his name. But if we're doing the whole realism thing. <laughs> I think Shayna Baszler is, is the, you know, she should be a great heel mm-hmm. villain, you know. But. And she, she a hundred percent was that in NXT. Like if they could recapture that, that would be outstanding. Um, but this is now like, like the Zoe Stark uh, tandem is like her third, you know, badass chicks tag team. You know, like right, it was, right, right. it was her and Nia Jax, and then it was her and Ronda Rousey, and now it's her and uh, yep. Zoe Stark. It's just like. But it's also there was almost like a torch passing. That, well, first of all, she won an elimination chamber a couple years back, and, and not, killed not it, crushed ago. it, killed yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Great yeah. Wait, who who won a couple years ago? Shayna Baszler. Okay, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. But then you know Ronda Rousey's last match was kind of like a torch passing thing, and then the torch was dropped through no fault of her own. You, you know what I mean? Right, but right, still. right, right. There there seems to be a dis like a big disparity in the talent. In the women's division, there are some teams that are really talented, 
and others that just can't really sell it to me. Like, and I think the, the Hartwell and, um, gosh, I'm forgetting her partner's name, which is Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, like they, they don't look like the real deal when they're out there. I agree. This goes back to what I'm saying. I think they're just putting people together too much. Yeah. For example, you know, it's funny. I'm a big Chelsea Green fan and I'm a Mm -hmm. big Piper Niven fan. And I get that they're going to do this whole female Abbott and Costello deal, which is essentially what they're doing. But I don't like them as a tag team. Like they they don't go together. Yeah. But but they're both great. It doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was even just a backup plan, you know, with with, uh, Sonya Deville. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Again, so much history. It's awesome. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, coming off of that women's tag match, which it kind of felt perfunctory, like we knew what was going to happen. It was yeah, just yeah, to, exactly. to kill some time. Yeah. Um, so we didn't have to listen to Peter Rosenberg for a full hour. Um, <laughs> but the, the women's elimination chamber kicked things off, right? Yeah. So... How, how did y'all feel about that? Were you, were you happy with the performances? Happy with who won? What stood out to you? What was kind of disappointing? Uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought um, Tiffany Stratton was fantastic. Um, sure. yeah. And I thought, you know, it, it was like Marcus was saying, like, you, you can call every match for yeah. this, this show before it happened. So it was a pretty foregone conclusion that Becky Lynch was going to win. But I was just holding out uh, just a just a glimmer of hope that Liv Morgan was going to pull it off. She, um, I think she has the best story with Rhea, and we talked about this on last week's episode. Like the Liv Rhea story is so much more compelling than Becky Lynch versus Rhea. Yeah. Um, and for a minute there, I thought Liv was going to take it, and then boom! Like Becky hit the 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 manhandle slam, and and it was over. It was a bummer. Yeah. It was, it was kind of disappointing. What did you think, Marcus? Yeah, again, I knew Becky was going to win. It was cool. that There were some great moments. Um, I think sometimes there needs to be a little tightening up with, like, sequences when it comes to certain wrestlers in that in, in that match. But overall, you know, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think yeah. that big Tiffany Stratton moment where she jumped off, because you you're always going to have that in the elimination chamber. Yeah. This goes to anyone. This is, I'm going to sound like Jim Cornette, but it's just kind of like, yeah, that, that has to be timed a little better because it, it's been like, I don't know, 20 years of people standing and waiting for like a good DNA. <laughs> you know, like, it can be, I'm not against that spot. I just think there needs to be a little bit more awareness and, and calling out stuff in the ring so that you're not just standing and waiting for someone to jump on you. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back to your, your comments about um, Chelsea Green. Yeah. 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 I really would have rather seen her in there than um Raquel Rodriguez. Just 100%. like in that battle royal where she kind of slid in there. I was like, oh, she's gonna win. We talked about it last week. We were pretty excited for it. And then, you know, uh Raquel flexed her back and knocked her out knocked her out of the ring. <laughs> That's but what a problem, back, you know? Yeah. There's t- so two things about what you said. One, there's too much humor with Chelsea Green. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> for those listening, I'm a big TNA impact guy. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm one of 10, 11 people. <laughs> she wasn't at, at least before she left, she wasn't like that. She had a great feud with Mickey James. Um, and she was just like a, a, a serious wrestler in Impact mm-hmm. and TNA. And then she comes over here and it's just like, oh, she's the one that gets knocked out of the Royal Rumble in record time. She's the one that loses the match quickly. She's like, like I said, she's doing the Abin Costello thing with 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 Piper Niven. So yeah. 
I, I and I think it's too late. It's, it's already been a year of this, so it's not like they're just going to totally switch up her character and make her the great wrestler that she is. Um, yeah. I also think Raquel Rodriguez needs to be a villain. I just think with that size 100%. and with her look, absolutely, just too much smiling. She's too happy. Like she yeah. needs to be a monster. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, her I mean, and Nia Jax could. Speaking of like tag teams, I could just run through everybody. Put those two together. Exactly. My, I feel like you know, if if my wife was here, she would hear my complaints about how like it's gone down in the men's division. But generally speaking, you just need different body types and body sizes, and they mm-hmm. possess that. Like, I mean, who's uh, Jimmy Snuka's daughter? She's not even on television. You know, to me, oh, Tamina. She's still, yeah. You know, and again, you know, they're using Nia Jax good. Um, they're using Rhea Ripley good, and and they're using Raquel a lot, but she just needs to be evil and bad. Piper Niven needs to be solo. Um, so they 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 have a variety. I don't, I just don't think it's being used well. Tamina has an ill super kick too. She does. Yeah, she's really oh, yeah. good. So she could easily be in the bloodline. Side mm-hmm. note: Is um is uh what's his name? Is he coming to WWE from MLW? The other um Haku's son? Or you're no, talking about no, Sil- no. Silla Fatu? Yeah, yes, yeah, J- yeah or Jake, Jake, Jacob Fatu is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, is is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, Haku. Well, one of them signed, signed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tama. One of the. It's either yeah, Tonga. Uh, Tonga. Yeah, one of the Tongas. Because one of them used to be in WWE back in the day. He was Mexican though. They they had the whole like he was like a cholo <laughs> gimmick. Nobody remember. <laughs> nobody remembers. But yeah, of course. Like See, when the- Yokozuna was Japanese. Right. Exactly. Yeah. See, this bothers me because now they have like they have so many core members of the Bullet Club in WWE and they're not doing anything with it. I get that they don't own the name, but it's just annoying that Finn Balor's over here, AJ Styles is over here, um, you know, Anderson and Gallows are just never used, that now they're on NXT now apparently, and um, now they're getting one of the, another OG member, and they're not doing, it's such a great faction in terms of Japan and Ring of Honor, but like, they just haven't made that mainstream crossover, but anyway, sorry, going off on a tangent there. All good. That's yeah. what we're here for, tangents. After that, we went into was the Grayson Waller effect next? Or no, the tag team title was next. Right. Ju- yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Definitely Justin another predictable New Catch one. Republic. Yeah. But a good match nonetheless. It was It was definitely yeah. a good match. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, all of those Bate, dudes are super talented. Yeah. With Tyler Bate and uh, Pete Dunne, you're going to get a good wrestling match. Finn Balor, and yeah, like yeah, you like you said, Jake, yeah. So you all, you all were happy with that in general? Yeah, it was super predictable, but like it was a good match, you know. Yeah. Like we know it's a placeholder feud until we get the awesome truth versus Judgment Day at Mania. Yeah, you think they're gonna win? Hell yeah! I guess so. They, yeah, it's WrestleMania. I, I think they got to get the belts. I mean, they win. They win and get the belts, and then um, and then that frees Damian up to cash in. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, it's got to have sometime. It also feels like Judgment Day is kind of coming apart at the seams a little bit. Like that, they've been playing that for a little while. Yeah, but then they do a thing where like, okay, we're all cool again, because because a couple months ago, yeah, they were de- this whole uh, Damian cashing in and him the tension with him and Finn Balor, but then Rhea kind of sewed everything up. But you're right, now they're kind of going back, and I'm 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 a big uh, I'm big into factions, mm-hmm. and I just think Judgment Day has just been a little shaky from the get go. I think they're trying to push them too hard, like they're the Shield or they're this new great faction and they're not yeah. no disrespect to any of them it's like but you know i just think i think they get beat up too much like hey, i know they have a lot too. of gold that but too. like but like they're never like if you think about like the nwo like it was rare that the nwo did not 
close out a segment with the upper hand, you know? Yeah. Even when it when they did get their comeuppance, it was like fluky or, you know, it was like literally Sting hoisting DDP into the rafters, you know, yeah. saving them yeah. like fucking Spider-Man. It, it was never just like like they got beat up, you know, yeah. and like Judgment Day just gets beat up a lot. Like like they're constantly I get I get like Dom and JD getting cleared from the ring because they're like a couple little punk asses. But like they're just there to get Damian Damian Priest should be, you know, it should be like the baby face is easily able to beat up JD and Dom, and then like Damian Priest just comes in and crushes the baby face, and then the numbers exactly. game wins, you know. Yeah, exactly. And and then they spray paint people purple, you know. There you <laughs> go, yeah. <laughs> I also I'm glad what they're doing because there was a period immediately after Rhea Ripley won the women's tag division, she was like two different people when it comes to wrestling she's this dominant person but when it comes to her being in judgment day she's just like a sidekick side piece which isn't a good look when you're like the champion but when yeah. it, right when it, right know, and i get it you know they 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 let her beat up kevin owens and they let her beat up guys but it's still she's just like a glorified valet when she's around mm-hmm. them so i like that they're kind of making her like the boss at, at least that kind of yeah. optics wise I, I think that works all right, so so after that we hit the uh, the Grayson Waller effect. Yeah, um, it seemed like it was building towards something and kind of was nothing. At least that was my impression of it. But did you guys think that the way they were selling it that Rock was going to show up? No, no, I, I didn't. Ex- no, okay. I expected it to be like an impromptu match, like oh, put your money where your mouth is, Cody versus Grayson, which we ended up getting on SmackDown a couple days yeah. later. Yeah. Um. Or Raw, sorry. Um, or was, no, it was Raw. Wrong, what day yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday. Oh, um, I know. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I felt like it was going to like set up a match right there. Like, oh, clear this crap out. We're going to have us a match. And it would be like yeah. a quick squash or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, the, really it was just a big setup for Cody's big challenge to The Rock, you know, which was cool. You know, that was um, what are the odds Seth turns on him at Mania? I guess it would build a sto- a, a good post WrestleMania story because you got to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if if Seth loses the title on the first night and then costs Cody the title on the second night, like you didn't have my back. Oh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, it denies us. It denies us another Cody story finishing at WrestleMania. But you know, the if we're talking long term storytelling, Seth Seth and Cody is. Uh, you know, pretty long term. But wouldn't it make more sense if there was a belt up for grabs? Like, so Cody wins and then Seth attacks him. That's Or that, yeah. Because yeah. at this point, we got to get it off Roman. Like, he yeah. doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. Um, also, you know, there's, since we're just real quick, we're going into WrestleMania wildcard. You know, Punk is injured, but he's not that injured. He's going to be back sooner than later. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be used in some way for some storyline at WrestleMania also. You know what I mean? um, on la- last week's episode, we suggested special guest referee in the Rollins McIntyre match. That would make sense. I like that. And he, I didn't and he just calls that. it and he just calls it clean. But he calls it clean, but Rollins loses. Right, right. Yeah. He just and calls it like a regular forward. referee. Yeah. Sure. sure. Okay. And I that's like just that. how it happens to end. Like he beefs with both of them throughout the match, but just calls it, you know, a regular match. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like um Shamrock, when he um, was a ref against Austin and um, Bret Hart, you know, he yeah, was kind of like, exactly. He was, he was tossing them both around and then 
Yeah, he was calling it. He was being tough, but he was being fair to both sides. So, okay, I like. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, yeah, that, that was all. That was all Jason Griff's mind. The mind of Jason Griff. <laughs> yeah, um, it's weird. I just think Punk getting injured threw off a lot of the WrestleMania plans. What was initially going to happen, but I just want him to be used in some capacity because I guess I think when people think injury at his age, it's like oh, he's out forever. But he's actually he's not out for a long time, although. He could get injured again because he gets injured a lot, you know, yeah. at this point. So at this point, every time CM Punk wrestles now, I'm like, ah, ah, careful, careful. <laughs> He's made so, a glass at this point. He really is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, shout out to him, though, because, you know, they uh, everybody said he was selfish. And when he came back to wrestling with AEW and now WWE, he said he wanted to put people over. And look at how much better Drew McIntyre is now that CM Punk is involved. Sure. Like, we talk about this all the time. like like the the first handful of Rollins versus McIntyre matches and rivalries were kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now the the situation with Punk and McIntyre has made McIntyre so much more compelling. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. That was one of the things we used to text about all the time. Like when I first started watching and I would like talk to Jay, I was just like, this dude sucks. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Wait, who, just, who is that? And 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 just let right, right. Yeah. Just last night or two nights ago, you texted me. You said, "Man, McIntyre cut a fire promo." Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I was like, "Wow, yeah." So, so uh, Jay was actually in New York, and he came by the crib, and we watched a little bit of Raw together. Oh, sick! And oh, he awesome. left right before the uh, the Drew McIntyre. Oh, gotcha. Promo. So, yeah, he's, um, so, I have a, I have a joke with my friend Chris. Like Drew McIntyre, he's the guy, like in the director video, like action movie that like van damme or michael j white fights before the main guy he's like nice, that guy. Yeah. He, he has that look like when you're at the warehouse in like bulgaria he's the yeah. guy you have to, to fight before you yeah get to henchman number one yeah no, but like the yeah like the main henchman yeah guy. yeah yeah um but yeah you know he, he I, they've tried to push him before he's gotten these big pushes but it just didn't always work and i, I think i think the art of being like the middle upper guy has been lost like that that that's that's who scott hall was scott hall was right. world champion but there were times when he was the number one contender and was in contention to fight for but would never win like yeah. that type right of guy. right right and right i think we have a lot of those you know yeah mr everybody perfect. absolutely mr perfect everybody can't be world champion i think there was no. a period about six years ago where like everyone gets a turn with the belt it's like kevin owens is world champ and now Seth Rollins and now Dean Ambrose and now this guy and now this guy, you know, like they have a long history of doing like, I don't know, man. Jake Hager was world champion at one point. I just think it's like enough. Like Jake Hager was a legit real shoot for a real college wrestler, a real MMA guy, but making him world champion was just. was terrible. And I don't understand how a guy with zero fucking charisma gets named Jack Swagger. Right. Exactly. With zero swagger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, like (laughs) somebody jacked his swagger. Yeah. Literally. And I mean, that seems like a name on a wrestling TV show. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's an awful name. Um, so, so that takes us to the men's right. rumble. I mean, the men's uh, elimination. elimination chamber. Yeah. Um, and again, same question. How how'd you feel about it? Highs, lows. I mean, no surprises. You know, yeah. no surprise that Drew run. No surprise that Logan Paul was fantastic. Um, no yeah. surprise that Kevin Owens was great. You know, like. We kind of got exactly what we expected from everybody. I was, I was, um, I definitely popped for the AJ Styles part. Um, Cause even though it makes total sense and like they, 
they've been beefing and seem to be on a collision course. Like he came out of nowhere. The camera angle was great. So he literally came out of nowhere and just, and just smacked him up. Like a couple of years ago when, when Logan Paul came in uh, when the cage was open and gave Seth Rollins the stomp, like you saw him in, in a brief clip. It didn't help that he was wearing bright fucking yellow, but like this AJ joint, like the camera angle was so good. Like it was just like all of a sudden he's there hitting him with a chair. No, I think I think Logan Paul is great for wrestling. Um, I, I'm of that age where like I started watching wrestling before I could get scooped up in that like crazy annoying internet wrestling community. So I have no problem <laughs> admitting that he's great. I think that's mm-hmm. a big part. Like still to this day, I unfortunately I I have I have one limb in wrestling Twitter, which is just it's just the worst thing ever. And it's just kind of like at this point, people are still like. He's bad for the sport. He's a word. It's like, oh, he's 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 pretty good. Uh, it's just a terrible you can't take. Deny it. Like, you can't deny yeah. It. I'm also one of those guys where, like, now in the era of social, like, things are different now than they were in like 1989. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think, like, in real life, Logan Paul is disliked by a lot of people. So it's like this is good for wrestling. Look, I'm one of those people. I think Enzo Amore should be on. Should be back on main uh, t- uh, wrestling television. Like, he's hated. Go with that. So much, yeah. When he was the cruiserweight champion, and him and was the best uh, thing ever. him and Everyone him and so him mad. and Neville did the double turn, like yeah. it was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And Neville kind of ruined it because in real life he wasn't. He expressed how unhappy he was, and it's like, no, man, you got you got real heat. You know, yeah. Work with people. People hate Enzo, and people like you. Like, and then he just kind of left, and you know, went to AEW, and now he's lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no, that that should have definitely continued that probably would have that could have um i mean like the the what was it 205 live really yeah. died after that like immediately almost and then you forget all the zach saber that yeah they had a lot of people like legit great wrestlers on 205 live even if yeah tony was- tony niece yeah tony niece yep wow yeah but anyway back to their men's an elimination chamber oh yeah. all good uh-huh. uh speaking of like great camera angles same thing for the rko on logan paul Oh yeah, that yeah. was just fantastically shot. Yeah, not expecting it, and he just out of nowhere, you know, really out of nowhere. Literally, yeah, he became literally. The I have a question. Speaking of folks in this match, because I, I I can't really call it. I where are we going with Randy Orton in WrestleMania? Because it seems like between CM Punk coming back, The Rock, his return kind of got like a little stifled. And then I thought to finish the story, he was going to beef with one of the Usos, but now it looks like they're back to beefing with each other around the time. So it's like, who is he? Yeah. What's the plan with I him? I thought it was going to be, um, we talked about it uh, the last week or the week before, but um, I thought it was going to be Solo because of the way that, like, when Solo okay. interfered in the Royal I'm Rumble four-way, yeah. he, um, he really targeted Randy. And, like, that would, like, with the way that Solo destroyed John Cena – like a big a big showing against Randy would have continued um, Solo's path of destroying, yeah. you know, being being a legend killer basically, like really establishing Solo as a threat, and then and then he just kind of shifted away from the bloodline. But I mean, he seems seems to be on a collision course with Logan Paul. Uh, yeah. I don't know oh. if that becomes a multi man match with uh, L.A. Knight and A.J. and maybe Kevin Owens. Yeah, I don't think that's good. I think the Kevin Owens Logan Paul thing is gonna is done now. I think yeah. LA Knight and AJ is its own thing. So yeah. I guess you're right. I guess they're just gonna put the they're gonna put the belt on on Randy. Cause I you know, I'm glad he I I, I truly 
I, we're going to get into the, the whole back selling thing. I'm, I'm sure to some, but, but it's just like, I'm glad that he's back. I, I hope that he really is healthy enough to, and, and not just going to end up paralyzed in, in, in a couple of years. But I would have been mad if like his last run was with Matt Riddle. You know, so I'm I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I would have been really disappointed. And he looks great, and like yeah, uh, his his promo work's been really good. Like he's, you know, there's been uh, eras of Randy Orton that I thought were really boring, um, but I I sure. feel like he's got a real good energy to him right now, um, and, and I'm excited to see a f- uh, feud with him and Logan Paul. And you know, I do agree. I don't think they're gonna go multi-man for the u.s title because it's now it's looking more like the intercontinental title will be the multi-man match oh but between who who uh, chad Gilles? i mean like i think they were setting that up i think they were setting that up on raw with uh you know gunther came out and he was talking about i've heard all the names you know Sami Zayn, chad gable and i think he's basically just foreshadowing everybody that's going to be in that mm-hmm. match okay if that's the case then i don't want gunther to lose then if no, I don't want him to lose. Gonna lose. It has to be in a one-on-one match. He's not Do you think totally they could set it up similar to what they did with um, what was it? they had a tournament? Like I guess to get I think I think favor, but and having like a tournament to see who faces him. Sure. I think a tournament, but oh, instead of a tournament, um, yeah. what if night one of WrestleMania is some sort of match or battle royale or fatal five way? Sure. So night one is that Sammy wins, and then it's even more of a plucky underdog, Sammy fighting from underneath to beat Gunther on night two. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He Sami Zayn is that last bastion of what I was talking about where it's like you're not ever going to be world champion, but you're always going to be the guy who when you go fight for the world championship, you're going to have people biting their nails. You're like, oh, you could win. You're not going to win, but you you know, I I think that role in wrestling is not as prevalent as before and you know, it, it it's important. Um yeah. and and this is the big Winning the Intercontinental Champion from Gunther after this historic run is as close to being a world champion for someone like Sammy. It's Zane. huge, yeah. No. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's, uh, they showed the number the other day, like 626 days or something like that. Like, it's damn near two years. Yeah. 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 So I respect that because I'm a big, I, I still slip up sometimes. I call him Walter sometimes still. But, uh... Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember who he beat for the title? I actually don't. Ricochet. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel bad. He's enough. Do you remember when he he left NXT? He didn't stay in NXT. I'm talking about Ricochet and The Rock. It was clearly a, a manufactured thing, but on the 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 night that he debuted, The Rock and Cena both tweeted about him, and then it was just like, oh, they're gonna push this guy, and then that didn't really happen. Right. Yeah. Because he's very talented. I, I like Ricochet. Super talented. Super talented. Yeah. Um, very bland on the microphone. Sure, but and, and the problem is this: is how deep I goes. But anyone ever watch uh, Lucha Underground? Uh, bits a little bit here and there. Yeah, he was the Puma Kid. Puma, I, I forgot his Puma name. Kid. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a masked wrestler, so he didn't have to rely on talking. And I think right. perhaps that's a problem. Mm. You know, but it, you know, but in, in stuff like Japan and Ring of Honor, he he didn't wear the mask. But I think in WWE, it would have been cool if he does all this crazy acrobatic stuff and, and wasn't expected to, to speak. Yeah. It's too yeah. late for that now. Yeah. So, so let's wrap up elimination chamber. Um, the women's title match. I thought it was a good match. I was surprised. I, I haven't really been impressed with Nia Jax 
in the yeah. ring for the most part, but I thought she did really good in that match. She did. I'm not the biggest Nia Jax fan. I think just, you know, I'm not going to pile on her because a lot, she's maybe one of the most hated people in, in the world when it comes to wrestling, which is good because she's using that to her advantage. But she just injures too many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In real life, it's just, she has a crazy track list. So she makes me nervous when she wrestles people. But yeah. Yeah. She played her part. She played her position. Yeah, she did well. Um, so let's uh let's take a break and then we will jump into our, our recap of Raw. And um we'll be back in a minute. Hey everyone, this is Alaska here. Uh just wanted to let you know about our Patreon page. Uh Patreon for Call Out Culture is a pretty cool place to be. Uh it's patreon.com slash call out culture podcast. Uh, what we do there is you get a lot of exclusive material and cool stuff that's not available to the regular listener. Uh, we have a few tiers that give you some perks. The $5 tier gives you access to uh, the Call Out Culture Discord page. Uh, you get early access to all the episodes. You get exclusive content like our one-shots, which is something like that's basically in our crawl, and we rant about it for a little bit. We do Bracketology, which is uh, you know kind of like a weekly, bi-weekly thing where somebody recommends a topic, and we break it into a tournament and figure out what the best version of that topic is. There's a monthly watch-along where we do like a live stream and watch a movie or a show. Uh, and video of all the episodes. At the $10 tier, you get everything from the $5 tier, plus you get access to our exclusive quarterly demo power hour, which is where we play new music for uh, for our fans, works in progress. Uh, you get to recommend a Bracketology episode and you get 5% off of Bandcamp drops. The $20 tier, everything from the $5 and $10 tier, plus you get shout outs on the episodes, free downloads of all of our new releases and 10% off of our Bandcamp drops. So, you know, if you're interested in this and you want to support the podcast, it's a great way to do so. Uh, again, that is patreon.com slash calloutculturepodcast. Uh, thanks again for listening. And if you're so inclined, come support us a little more and join a cool community of call-out cultists. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we hope to see you on that side of things. Peace. We're back. So, gentlemen, did you guys both watch Raw this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean... I was sitting on the couch next to you watching. I know, it, so. but you, you didn't watch the whole you are, thing. You so are you, aware. Yeah, you that is up? true. Where you didn't have to break the fourth wall, Griff. Yeah, my bad, my yeah. bad. Hi, Colt uh, Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> so um so what what are some of your, your takeaways of it? Like, you know, there was there was a couple big story developments that happened. Um, started with Becky and Rhea, Naya coming in. Where where do you think that this whole thing is going with it, all of them? I mean, obviously, we know the WrestleMania matchup, but beyond that, like leading our way to WrestleMania, where does this all go? Um, well, I like to see how uh, Liv is fitting into it, you know, because she was pretty pissed, and and rightfully so. Like, it makes sense from like a, a human perspective. Like, yeah, I'd be fucking furious about that shit too. So, so do you think this goes into like a a, a heel turn for Becky, like people sort of turning on her? And the crowd maybe turning on her a little bit. I think she's more unlikable than WWE thinks she is. You know, when she came back and stole the title from Bianca, like, like that was some pretty stellar work she was doing. She was very detestable, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think, I think um, her shtick is kind of getting old, you know. Um, so it's a good time for a heel turn. It's yeah. like when Chris Jericho comes out and uh, does. Um, 
uh, when he came out, when he came back and he was doing the welcome to Monday night Jericho. And he, like, he played that up forever and then turned heel, you know, when it started to become annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think the leather baseball hat and dressing like she's SWV on their second album has anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the leather, the leather cap is, is a fucking precursor to a heel turn. I mean, it how could it like not it. be? Yeah. Like you ever see somebody out and about in the real world with a leather cap on and you kind of just want to tell them to fuck off, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like real life heel shit, leather caps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you think, Marcus? Yeah. We're talking again, just because we're talking about Becky. Yeah. Just the sort of, yeah. yeah, Becky, the sort of like the, the plot lines that they're building with the, the women's. Yeah. It's kind of like what we were just talking about off record, uh, as I like to say, I think the only way to go now for Becky is to make her a heel, like a bad mm-hmm. heel. Um, Cause yeah, I, I, I use the analogy. She's like Hulk Hogan in 1994. It's like, Oh, she's going to win against Becky Lynch. It's like, there's nothing right. exciting a, 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 about her. And I understand yeah. pe- people's lack of excitement. So you got to, you got to switch it up. You got to do something different. You know, she's with Charlotte gone too. she's to some degree, she's like ve- veteran wise. She's the face Mm-hmm. of the women's division you know I get, I get that Bianca and Rhea are more popular but like from a veteran standpoint you know she's kind of the face of the division right now and you got to shake something up you got to do something different because you know and I think that I, I they they it's already there like like we've been saying they, they they could just use the use the momentum and just make her heel but the thing is in order for that to happen they, they usually don't do heel versus heel matches so that means is Rhea going to turn I mean it could happen naturally it feels Natural like it's starting to happen during the match. Like, I mean, Rhea is is very much loved, even though she's technically a heel. Like, you hear the cheers. Well, you know, when when, when they... that match happens and it's WrestleMania, you know, I could see the crowd totally turning on Becky just organically. Okay, that's cool. Because I, I, you know, I was going to say too. Now, recently, on you know, TV, when Judgment Day comes out, they're seen without her. Mm-hmm. Right, right. They kind of yeah regularly, and I, I wonder if that's intentional. So, yeah, right. Like just this past this past Monday, like they came out to talk shit to Gunther and Imperium, and then without Rhea, and then the backstage, and it was like it was like Rhea's like, "What the fuck are you thinking? Like Gunther, are you crazy? You know?" It seems like they're fucking losers, and she needs to ditch them. Like even though they're the tag team champions, it. they're they're fucking losers. Yeah, I was trying to be nice about it, and I again, I, I hate saying that because I like Finn and I like Damian, but as a yeah. as a faction, look, I I'll say it again, I'm I'm big into factions. I'm a faction snob, so it's like you you can't. I think the problem is they're halfway. You have to if you're gonna do a, a shitty faction, make it you know like um, who was that you know Bo Dallas and uh, Mr. Perfect Son and um, the 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 B team. The, the B, B squad, team. like like, if you're gonna do that, make a joke out of it. But then if you're gonna be the shield, be the shield. But don't have like a half-ass faction. Like I hate that. Mm-hmm. It just defeats yeah. the purpose. So so speaking of factions, mm-hmm. there was the dust up between them and Imperium. Yeah. Do you think there could be any long-term play there? Because Imperium's been getting some good heat with their their stuff with the New Day. They've kind of taken on a new level of being kind of vicious. Yeah. Do you think that they yeah. can be like legitimately in that tag team conversation with the Judgment Day? They should. I, I they totally I it, should be because it, it, it's a good visual to have when 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 a faction has like everyone in the faction has a piece of gold. Yeah, yeah. I think that looks good. Was I, it, I think, weren't they weren't they all champs in NXT at one point? I 
were they? I don't remember. I mean, I know. I mean, uh, Walter had the the UK title for like two years or something oh, like yeah. that. But right. um, oh, didn't they absolutely. didn't they have the tag team titles at some point during that? I'm not sure. I vaguely remember seeing all three of them draped in gold. I don't know. I'd have to yeah. fact check that. The other problem too is I think what I've, I'm so conflicted saying this, but it's like either they both need to step their charisma up or not because one of them is totally getting drowned out by the other. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? He, he's so good on the mic, by the way. Just like, he's like a silent film actor. Kaiser? Um, yeah. Just yeah. his yeah. facial expressions, everything. Like, he's really good. And, you know, to some degree, I get that he that they're the two guys that get screamed at by Gunther, but it's like, they they should also be really good, too. So, But then that would defeat the, their dynamic. Like, he's mm-hmm. always, like, smacking them on the top of the head, you know, like, doing the kind of, like, borderline nazi thing which is you know they, they had to tone that down a lot but uh <laughs> well we were, we were talking about whenever it gets really violent between them and the the new day it does feel very hate crime 100 <laughs> percent. i knew where you were you know until you i didn't even think about that until it's like oh wow fair enough yeah when he yeah i mean when he kicked uh kofi's head into the steps i was just like yeah. oh bro have you guys not seen American History X? Like, this is not a good look. Oh, of all the things that you... That's something I would immediately be like, what the hell? I didn't even... So, I'm like, wow, that's a good point. Yeah. But see, but that's the problem now. I think that they would be too scared to go with that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're even yeah. doing it because the visual of that, a lot of people would, you know, would think that. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at them being tag, tag champs either, but I just... I think it's too... It's not going to happen in the next couple of months no certainly no not. yeah they could, it could they be could, a good no but they could be so if awesome truth wins imperium is the perfect foil for awesome truth yeah like but that they, they could like, be the good like sort of rivalry leading up there like sort of sure yeah you know there's there's a lot of time to kill between now and then absolutely sure yeah. okay uh, no i like that we also realized that uh kaiser and tiffany stratton are a couple oh are they in real, yeah, in real life yeah we were oh wow discussed oh, cool. that the other day it was uh kind of shocking it was weird it was a moment yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i you know i'm sure he's not as detestable in real life as he seems on on camera well i was gonna say he's so good at his role that i just picture him like that in real life yeah right same, right. same thing with gunther i feel like gunther is the same way that he is now like you know in real life which which is a compliment to them yeah right 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 yeah. probably not not over the top like arrogant like that like i bet like I bet like Ludwig Kaiser is like very much the same character, just minus all the arrogance and condescending. Like he's probably like a total sweetheart. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, he's he's probably very neat. He he probably adopts kittens. Yeah. Right. right. He might be and a germaphobe. Has like a cat cat rescue and is also a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah. You know, as, as we talk this out, I'm actually I'm thinking about how yeah, it seems like he's Gunther's not going to lose the IC title at WrestleMania, which is good. Um, because I don't know where to, you know, the Brock plans got ruined, and I don't even know what they're going to do with that. Because I feel like making Brock IC champ wasn't was going to be he was going to win either way. Yeah. Oh, I kind of I kind of felt like I I felt like Gunther was going to beat Brock. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Yeah. Like they're not going to make Brock IC champion. I think that's weird. But at this point, it's like where do they go for? Because at some point, you you got to lose. When you have that record breaking run, you have to lose, and it's all about what you do with the person afterwards. Mm-hmm. No, you right. make a point to like he now has the re- he has the WrestleMania record for longest. Also, am I am I not mistaken? Did, didn't What's he, that? 
at, at the previous WrestleMania, didn't he last the longest? It was over an hour. Oh, at the Rumble? Uh, the, yeah, the yeah, Rumble. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Rumble. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. The yeah. Rumble. Yeah. So it's like they're giving him all these accolades. So it's like he can't. They, he can't just go to shit once he loses the IC title. He's got to be right. It it like when he loses that title, he has to be world title picture within three months. Yeah. Or less. You know. Or less. Or less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, because that that was that was the intercontinental title has like always if you go back to to the roots of the title, it was a mid card title. So like you if you were intercontinental champ and you were really good at it, you would eventually drop the title and move into the world title scene. Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, The Rock, like everybody, you know, exactly. Yeah. Have and then Triple H been... again when he won it again after being a world champion and the uh, two man power trip. Have there been times where people have had both belts? Uh, yeah, Ultimate Warrior. Kinda. Yeah, I mean he okay. at, at WrestleMania. But okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is Do any... you end up giving up the lower one if you have them both? Yeah, yeah. So that could be the uh, way he well, loses. Well, um, oh yeah, that could be. But then they've also had so like um so Goldberg had the US title. And had mm-hmm. to drop it after he won the world title, and then but then Seth Rollins had them both. He had the U.S. title, title and the WWE it. title, and then he defended them both in the same night. Yeah, mm. and he lost one and won one, if I'm not mistaken, right? This was this was right at the end of that Sting run, where this was Sting got injured, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. he had both belts. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks but, to John Stewart when 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 the title is right. <laughs> yeah. But it's um it, it's rare that both are defended for a while. Yeah, that's true. Seth, Seth Rollins had them for a while and, and was, you know. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll I know see. Owen Hart was European and Intercontinental Champion. Oh, no, he was European and so Tag was, Champion. And he was uh, Kurt Angle was Eurocontinental Champion. Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So playing off the Seth Rollins conversation, um, the next big segment was him and Drew. Yeah. Uh, you know, him sort of explaining why he had to do this um you know what what do you guys think of that do you think anything's going to come of this drew is drew going to come around or is it just going to be like drew's going to be the piece of shit he's been being and it's going to be great uh, no, i hope he continues to be a trolling piece of shit because it's fantastic absolutely yeah. and when he says when he says um the whole Doc, the doctor says, I don't know if I can make it till Mania. And I said, Doc, who am I? CM Punk. And then he sits down. Amazing, yeah. Like the pipe bomb. And then he says, I know you don't drink. You're straight edge and you don't drink. So I had enough beer for the both of us to celebrate. Like, that's <laughs> fucking elite work right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great stuff. I mean, it seems like a great setup for once Punk is back. Like that's just- 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've, they've already made merch. They have that t-shirt. Yeah. Of Drew yeah. at, at CM Punk's grave, it's so like they're gonna, amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a great shirt. Yeah, that that was the moment when he when he came out with that shirt. That was the moment you're like, okay, he's on to something. It really was, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that it was, was before that. No, it was before that's... when they said, "I prayed for this." That 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 I prayed was... for this. Yeah, but wasn't yeah, he yeah. wearing that shirt at that point? Like he had that shirt under his jacket. Did, oh, I don't remember. Oh, maybe. Oh, I don't remember. Wow. Um, I don't know. I think Either the tweet way. came came after that episode of Raw. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, because he had to yeah, say it yeah, in yeah. order for that for the meme to. Right. To be- right. Okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think Drew continuously trolling Punk while he's out injured is his version of saying I'm the one in twenty one and one. Wait, what's you that? know what I mean? 
it's like when with uh um after Brock Lesnar defeated the Undertaker broke his streak he kept right. he just kept saying I'm the one in 21 and 1 Oh right <laughs> yeah. you know so he just kept referencing it even though the Undertaker wasn't there to defend himself you know and like he just kept reminding you and hanging on to it and I think that's like the same value for Drew McIntyre mm. maybe not obviously not the same historical significance um but I think it's the same kind of vibe the sort of next big thing I guess was Cody's match right was there anything else big after that I mean that was pretty awesome when he threw the chair at that guy and then yeah. gave him the crossroads like that was really cool yeah, yeah. um it's like the closest thing we're gonna get to a headshot with a chair these days pretty much yeah <laughs> um I also thought it was odd that uh, Paul Heyman had two phones instead of just... Oh, well, one, one is to call Romans. No, I understand that, but yeah, yeah. why not just use three-way calling? I feel like it's going to be an just, awkward Yeah, it's just not necessary, yeah. yeah. No, it's just a visual. It's yeah, a, I know, I get theater. it. Yeah. It's cinema. <laughs> it is cinema, yeah. It is cinema, yeah. Jeff Jarrett, uh, Jeff Jarrett always said his, um, his philosophy that he got from old vaudeville, that you act for the people in, in, in the back of of the arena yeah so it, it's that kind of it's that thing that's a good call yeah. all right so raw's in the books what are, what are some of your theories like you, we probably all have our theories about wrestlemania like what are your top two theories that you think nobody else is talking about right now of things that are going to happen like we know we know the matchups you know do you think you know is there anything that you think odd is going to happen with some of the matchups is there any like matches that are on the horizon that nobody's talking about that you you see coming? My my only like you know Jason we were kind of talking about it earlier Punk will be involved in some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's yeah. going to do. I do like. I mean, the he's idea too big of a star to not be involved. You know, right. even if it's commentary, like he's in but the I, mix somewhere. I think it's it, it's got to be bit bigger than that. I know he can't wrestle yet, but I I do really like the idea of him being a referee. I like I really right? like that. If, if you call that. I think that would be amazing. I think it's an amazing idea. Um, at this oh, point, thank you. I, thank you. At this point, I'm I'm just so confused about The Rock's involvement because to say this was going, but you know, every week, like when he first came back, he's like, maybe I should be the head of the table, which, is, and then you come out later and you do a face-off with Roman Reigns, but now you're his friend and now you're in the blood. It, it's all a little. I get it. It, it was I very just, rushed. Yes, I, and I like the idea that. Okay, Rock is involved, but like let, let's make it make sense. And when it makes sense, let's be continuous the next week. Let's not keep switching stuff up. You know, there, there, there's making people think, and then there's making people confused. And I'm just a little yeah. confused about what the whole like what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it was they were all set to fight each other until right. Cody insulted, barely insulted their grandfather, and then all of a sudden the Rock is in the bloodline. Right. Like it was very abrupt, and I'm pretty sure that was a last minute call because because the Cody crybabies, exactly. And I think, yeah. that, but I think they really acted on it. I think we were going to get Roman versus Rock, but and and, and oh and yeah, as another rant, I really can't stand a lot of wrestling fans because it's like for years that's all people wanted, and then when they yeah. got right. it, they were annoyed with it. So it's like, what do you want, man? You know what I mean? Well, well even uh, when I he understand. did the head of the table thing, people were like, "Fuck yeah, it's going to be Rock versus Roman." Yes, right. And then when they officially announced it, and then but the way they did it, I guess that could annoy people. Like he just kind of took it from Cody, and mm-hmm. I think they were just like, "All right, fine, just let let's just have Cody." It's the people have spoken. 
which is usually rare, whether it's Hunter or Vince or whoever. A lot of times when the when the internet or when the fans want something, they li- they almost intentionally are just like F you, like when uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan lost to Sheamus in 10 seconds at, at, at WrestleMania 30, whatever. Right. You know, yeah. That was the ultimate, like, you don't tell us what to do, you know? Or just the constant pushing of Roman during that 2015, 16, 17 phase when he was just being booed. You know, yeah. I, think, I, I hate to be su- su- such a Debbie Downer, but where we are with The Rock now, we could have had this years ago and could have been ahead already, but they were just like, no, 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 he's, he's a good guy. He's a baby face. And so people were just like, no, we don't want this. And and the more people didn't want it, the more Vince was like, well, I'm going to give it to, you know, so. Yeah. Vince likes forcing himself on the people. Wow. Oh. I set that up. That was a, <laughs> a D um, to LeBron. So, <laughs> side note. So, um, so I drove down 95 this past weekend and I've done this drive a handful of times now. Mm-hmm. And every time we drive through Stamford and I point out the WWE headquarters to the, to the kids and they're always like, oh, that's so cool. Now when I drive by it and I think about things that happened in the conference rooms there, allegedly, uh, yeah. but probably highly likely, um, it kind of I kind of get like uh, like like the uh, like a like a cold shiver runs down my spine when I drive by it. now. Sure. sure. I also feel like it's weird that everyone so close to Vince is involved in trouble except Hunter. Yeah. That just never yeah. happens. But, but my thing is, I, 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 to, you know, to go from, in 1994, you were like a broke wrestler sleeping in your car carrying Diesel's bags, and now you're like, you run the thing. So I, I want this to be the greatest Cinderella story ever. But it, I just find right. it hard to believe that he has no involvement in any of this craziness. It's so hard. Well, I mean, I... He was definitely involved in Vince getting, like the I I, I swear Triple H and Stephanie leaked all that information to the public wow. and got rid of Vince. Wow. Wow. That was some my, real my life wife, succession shit. My wife thought that too. My my wife and she made this a hundred percent. Yo, uh, Triple H got fired, like politely fired, like relieved of duties on NXT. They rebooted his brand, his baby. And then they killed it, like a, a fantastic brand. And they ruined it. Yo, that's I've talked about it on every episode so far. How like it like the black and gold dying. Like I didn't watch NXT for like two years after that. Like, but like so so he got fired. They killed his baby. Uh, Stephanie steps away to focus on her family, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Vince McMahon uh, sexual um, uh, affair, millions of dollars scandal cover up. Da 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 da, and then. Uh, Stephanie just is like, all right, well, I guess if I have to take back over the company with with Nick Khan, I guess I'll do that. And then, you know, I guess suppose like Triple H, you know, you were just chilling at home like you can come be in charge of creative. Like, OK, we'll do it because you guys don't have anybody else. Wow. Meanwhile, Nick Khan was brought on by Triple H, you know, yeah. so yeah. I don't want to turn this into a conspiracy episode. But also, I don't think that's not much that much of a conspiracy. as far as conspiracy theory is like it's not. And then Vince took over again and Stephanie stepped away again. Like this isn't, yeah. you know, <laughs> this is, yeah. think about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> again, I, I, I want Triple H to come out with his hands clean. So, but if not, but if he's a piece of shit too, then he's a piece of shit. There you go. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, I'm sure he is a piece of shit, you know, like, I don't know to this I don't level. Know, though. That... It seems like I get there's people who don't, but there's people who don't like anyone. And if you're going to be in the position of Triple H, there's always going to be people that dislike you, but for the most part, 
product wise, it's like he really does. I mean, to to hire Shawn Michaels to be, mm -hmm. you know, uh, or just all the people he's hired behind the scenes over the years um, all the people that he hasn't discarded over the years too like jason jordan uh cory graves sure, um, exactly. he said cory cory graves has a job for life you know also you know um i can't stand cory graves but to your point that, that they <laughs> like each other I, but also it's like when he was when hunter was a, in his wcw days he was you know rumor has it he just you know was kind of picked on and, and messed with but the folks that like never gave him a hard time were employed. Like that's why Stephen Regal or William Regal, whatever you want to call him, um, ran NXT and always had a job in WWE. You know, that's why Dean Malenko was uh, until he had Dean Malenko has crazy health health problems right now. But he he was a road manager. Like a lot, Arn, Arn Anderson when he was a, a backstage guy at, at, at WWE. Those were all the guys that like took a liking to him and didn't fuck with him mm. back when he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I I kind of like that. I, I like that. So, any other thoughts on WrestleMania that we want to get out? We talked about punk rock. That's the important stuff. We we, yeah. we dealt into the IC title. Um, I, I now I, I I hope that um, yeah, I hope that it's Logan Paul versus uh, Randy Orton, and I hope Randy Orton wins. He gets you know the U.S. title, and you know he's he's not going to be wrestling for long. I know that that's yeah. for sure. So it's nice to go out you know like that. Um, well, we didn't talk about. I guess it's too late to go back, but he did a great job of selling his back. Yeah, apparently turned totally, out he wasn't yeah. he wasn't injured. I thought I was like, oh no, like I, I thought it. the like, same thing the way it was going. Yeah, he's a great. He's he's one of the greats. So he's know, a pro. Yeah, modern yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So so we've made a uh, a similar uh, faux pas to the WrestleMania promotions. We haven't talked about Bailey or Io or Io at all. Oh yeah, they well they didn't do anything for That's elimination. True. Yeah, they didn't, I was yeah. gonna say, I'm but talking about W, you know, they're not talking pushing about WrestleMania. It. Yeah, they're, they're not, not pushing it, you know. And Bailey is one of the great craziest like success stories. Just someone who like as a they didn't, child lived, slept, and eat, ate wrestling, and now she is who she is, you know. Yeah. So do we think the the whole Dakota thing? Like, what happened? She's faking it, right? Did they set up? Oh, well, that's also they didn't have an episode of SmackDown last week. So, but they did have a little storyline there where she got jumped, but nobody that's saw right. Yeah, there was no cameras around when it happened. Of course not. They do love the, the mysterious attacker angle. They yeah. just did it in NXT with uh, Trick and Carmelo. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's how, and that's how they broke up the certified G's. Yeah. Fucking big cast Enzo. Yeah, that Mystery was the attacker. literal Sean. Yeah, it was the Sean uh, Hunter. Sean and Triple H. Yeah, the damn right, I did <laughs> that, it. Where they, where they yeah. did I zoom mean, they in even and, said the and same digitize yeah. his face. Yeah. 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 You're damn right. Just, it was I, me. Yeah, I, I'm also post wrestle. I mean, they're not going to do anything with him now, but post WrestleMania. I'm curious what's going to happen with Braun Breaker, which just give him the name. It's literally his name. Just let him be a Steiner. Yeah. He comes from yeah. a legendary family, you know? Well, get... now they've invested so much in the Braun Breaker name. Right. Yeah. But the way that but they... Also, also his, up, dad, I... his dad's okay. been getting, like, terrible press. He seems like kind of a real douchebag, which doesn't really surprise me, but... Yeah, you know, Michigan, Midwest, no no offense to people, I'm just saying... Whoa, like, whoa, hey, yo! <laughs> Look, there's. I'm from Massachusetts. I, I There's all, even though a lot of the... Massachusetts stereotypes have nothing to do with where I'm from. It's all Boston people, but still. Um, no, he's always been a famous, like, gun-loving, like, borderline. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, it, yeah, I know. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it's funny. They, they, they make all these associations with his uncle more, who, by the way, is just as... Oh, my God. He seems like as, the fucking worst. Right. Exactly. But for some... Yeah, exactly. But I guess because he hasn't put a, a Trump hat on, that I guess that's why he's been able to, like, avoid all this stuff. <laughs> but, like, Scott Steiner was like a, you know, he's like a 39-year-old, like, sadistic bully. You know what I mean? But yeah. for some reason, he's not, you he know... He totally but, is. He's a total fucking sociopath. But whenever it comes I watched... Out, um, but he's he's the kind of sociopath that doesn't know, which is even scarier. Oh, he's right, kinda, right, like right. He doesn't right, realize. It's like yeah, like telling the story about how he had uh, I oh that that was Rick Steiner. But this is just how they were. Like Rick Steiner had a gun with blanks, and he shot X Pac like in the chest, and they didn't realize that stuff still comes out. Still comes you know out. Yeah. I mean? that, yeah. So, but it's like it's fucking. That's fuck. how the isn't that how the crow got killed? He got Something. killed by no, a I bomb. think he really got shot. Was that? I thought he, he got really killed got by a blank. Shot. It was just like up close. And then Freddie, um, I always thought like Freddie Prince Senior the same thing. Like he shot a blank at his head. No, he really meant to take his life. Oh, did he? Okay. Then oh, maybe Freddie Prince. No, Freddie Prince Senior absolutely meant to. No, but the thing with Brandon Lee because it was it was the scene where he's on that table with all the mob bosses, so it yeah. wasn't that up close. But it, it's something along those lines. But um, no, but 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 back but back back to Braun Breaker. Every every time he comes out, the first thing they say is Scott Steiner's nephew, Rick Steiner's son. It's like. It's always like no, that that's the opposite. Like their relationship is uncle and nephew, not 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 father and son. Um, but anyway, I, I just want good things to ha- happen for him. Um, I think he still has the kind of the stench of not stench, but he he still he still is in NXT mode. I think he needs to slow down a little bit and and work. You know, and, and I get that he's like a jacked up guy, but I think he still comes off like an NXT wrestler, and I just I want him to be a a, a top guy. But you know. We'll see. We'll see what they do with him after WrestleMania. Yeah, he is still also also NXT Tag Team Champion. Right, right. I think the best so, thing, the best thing. So he got him, signed, but he still got that title. So yeah, I don't which know. means he's gonna yeah, you know though whatever the the event the the the, the pre WrestleMania NXT event, but you know I think the best. I mean, this usually means absolutely nothing, but still, they could have him win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Right, that's something. I mean, you know, but. You know who Baron Corbin, uh, who was Zack Ryder's partner? Who I can't stand the former. Uh, oh, Mojo player. Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. Well, so that would that, actually that would be fitting though for it. Braun to win it because yeah. um, since Baron Corbin won it and they're tag team partners now, there's you know some story in that. There you go. Um, but I mean, not really. Like, what was the 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 most relevant one was Cesaro or Big Show? Big Show. Won yeah. It. I mean, Big Show, but you know what, though? Big Show's win was some bullshit because it should have been Damian Sandow. Sure, sure. I love Damian um, Sandow. Oh, the fucking Mizdow, that shit was, was outstanding. Um, and they had, it, they had it right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they let him go. I, I don't Did you see? Do you watch I Think You Should Leave? No. I oh, watched oh, some of it. I haven't seen a it's lot. It's a of it. really surreal sketch comedy show. It's Tim Robbins that show. No, but Damian Sandow shows up on on an episode of uh, Nice. And so does Eric uh, Eric Rowan shows up in the same season as well. It was like a wrestling. Nice. But yeah, I guess we touched on on everything. I, I, so. I, I hope I hope something. I hope they do. I almost want them to split the tag titles up again. Yeah, that'd be nice. Have two different champions and have real tag team wrestling. And I mean that for 100%, both men and yeah. the women. I, you know, but. Yeah, I think there's too many talented tag teams um, to to not split them up. Yeah, yeah. And I also think they're taking their time 
I think they realize they 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 backed themselves into a corner because it's like I'm sorry, I I like Damian Priest, but he's not a world champ, and no. that, that's why they're prolonging him cashing it in because it's it's embarrassing when you when you cash it in. And it's lose. embarrassing to fail. Yeah, I don't think I'll, speaking I think, of Damian Sandow. Yeah, Austin Austin Theory is kind of the worst example. Who I like actually, I I, I hate that he's hated so much. I I like him too. I do too, but just the fact that like he cast it in for the U.S. title and still I know like, and still lost. Insane. He took and then but and then it was silly too because then didn't he win the title like two weeks later without right. cashing exactly. in? You know, and then you know remember over COVID it was like Otis won, but then he lost God, it to the Miz, lost it to yeah. the Miz, and then to go to Shelton, uh, Shelton, but Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, we Bobby Lashley. Um, <laughs> Bob, 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 Bobby Lashley. It's like just have Miz like that was that was just also stupid. I think they just thought Otis was so hot for he that was. five minutes that they were like, oh, we'll give it to him, and then they're like, oh, we gave it to him. No, it's uh, like when, fix this? right. Wait, it's Otis like they, was they, once hot. He was I, internet hot, and, and that's I the despise problem. the Alpha Academy. So just so you know, I don't know if you're. Aware it was. It was. Um. It was. COVID I like Chad Gable. Too. I like Chad Gable, but I I don't like that faction. They're, they're, they're a silly, jokey faction. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, uh, Marcus, you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, yeah. You want to go to my web, my film site, penlandempire.com. That's the main hub of everything. I write for other publications sometimes. I do a lot of podcasting and all of anything I do film-wise is, is on that. So penlandempire.com. Uh, I'm always scratching on someone's album, working on music when I have time and yeah, I'm very busy. I'm DJing a lot more now. So yeah, staying busy. Yeah. Cool. Griff, you got anything? Uh, yo, RAP Virgil. All right. right. Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Virgil. Yeah. Uh, Alaska, if you want some history, um, speaking of, uh, you should watch the, the Virgil Rick Steiner match. And I'm throwing up the quotations for anybody doing audio only. Okay. The match between them. Have you seen it, Marcus? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um I mean maybe now's not the time, but you know, after. No, I mean a lot of stuff concerning Virgil is all kind of rooted in either a joke or so I mean he a lot of it he he brought it himself. For those listening and don't know, Virgil was famous for years at wrestling conventions for going up to people and going, Hey, do you want a picture of me? And then uh you want an autographed picture of me? And then he would pose it as like do you i'll just give it to you and someone would be like okay yeah cool and then he would give it to him and then virgil would be like all right it's 25 dollars." and it's like oh i thought you were giving yeah it. and then you go well i just wrote my name on it I, I i i signed it for it. i can't use it i can't use it now you have to buy it for me buy it from me so that that's one thing yeah that it's, it's oh, the real bully shit yeah or he would also he would also advertise uh that him and ted dibiase would be yes. somewhere and then he would just show up <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but he was very funny on sign. Instagram in the later With years. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, he was always always hyping up Olive Garden um, yeah, and yeah. eating excessive quantities of meat. Um, and when he won, when he finally punched Ted DiBiase in the face and then went on to win the million dollar title, um, that was fucking wrestling cinema. Like that was that was fantastic. I remember watching that as a kid and geeking the and, fuck out. And Roddy Piper should have got. Uh, best supporting a best supporting actor award because he was all part of that storyline as well when he was at ring yep. commentary. I just watched that um, today. Yeah, Roddy so Piper is really good in that match. Yeah, he's great. Cool. Yeah, I don't have anything to promote either. But uh, well, you know, check out our our Patreon. We just updated all of our tiers. There's a lot of good stuff in it now. Instead of every tier being the same because we're lazy Patreon people, but now there's <laughs> actual there's actual value in in all the different tiers. So, 
uh, give it a look, see if it's something you're into. And if you want to support sport. Awesome. Cool. All right. Sure. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus, for your time. And, Anytime. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next we'll week. We'll see you next week. Right. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>